Finding two people dead in a house you're about to buy? Well, that's got to be a job for Charlotte in the Walker Mysteries. The Walker Mysteries, written and created by Andrew White, starring Sally Swift as DCI Charlotte Walker. The Dead House. Apparently, the top five most stressful life events are the death of a loved one, divorce, moving house, major illness or injury, and losing a job. Well, I've gone through two of those already, and let me tell you, moving house is pretty stressful. Not as much as the death of a loved one, but, sorry, tangents. So, moving house not only is the whole moving all your stuff thing, it's everything like putting your old house up for sale, or in my case, where your old house was trawling around hundreds of houses looking for your perfect next home. It's not just the time you spend doing this, but it's the mental energy required in thinking how your life would look inside the house you are viewing. Take my house in Sprotborough. I knew instantly it was the house for me. Firstly, Bronte loved it, especially the large garden. Secondly, it had enough space to, you know, live with someone in and, I don't know, possibly raise a family in. And C, it was near some lovely places to go walking, which is very important for me, as a walker. Not that I have a partner to live with me, or have any intentions of starting a family, like Nessa. With any property you view, you're looking, I guess, for that one feature that instantly puts you off. So, I would imagine being shown around a potential house and finding some dead bodies there might just be that feature. So we have a couple who were found dead in their bedroom, and let me tell you, they're not looking their best. The man is in his mid-fifties, grey hair, blue eyes, and looks like he lived a pretty comfortable life. He's wearing a white shirt, navy suit, and red tie. Nice choice, although not sure about the red with the navy. The woman is in her early forties, blonde hair, green eyes, attractive, and could have been a model back in the day. She's wearing a black dress and pearls. They both have a shade of blue in their lips and they've been dead for a few days. There's no sign of forced entry or struggle and the house seems undisturbed, so it's possible they knew their killer. The lovely shade of blue on their lips was not exactly the hottest new makeup trend. I mean, I'm no beauty expert, but I'm pretty sure blue lips aren't in this season. Or any season, really. I knew Susie, our pathologist, would confirm the manner of death later, but my gut told me we were dealing with some sort of poison. I mean, the blue lips are a bit of a giveaway, right? Unless they really did think blue lips were in this season. Anyway, we needed to see if we could find any clues around the house. Perhaps we'd have stumbled upon a bottle of poison lying around, or perhaps a disgruntled family member hiding in the closet. 
It was like a game of Cluedo. But instead of Colonel Mustard with a candlestick, we had a mystery poisoner with a penchant for blue lips. You're new here, aren't you? OK, well, what you've got here, new DC Winter, is a little bit of an interesting case. Not least because this house is only, oh, ten minutes from my house in Sprotborough. What? No, it's not Sprotborough. It's Sprotborough. What's this road? Brompton Road? Thought so. And the couple were the Rogers. Hmm. Sprotborough, indeed. You need a crash course in Donny pronunciation, lad. Go and ask DC Stoker for some tips. She's doing very well. There was something about that area of Sprotborough that I remember reading something about the Brompton Road, Park Drive area. I don't know, might be relevant somehow. If only I could remember it. Apparently, over the past couple of days, someone had been flying a drone over the area repeatedly, and door-to-door inquiries suggested that Mr Rogers had been digging over his back garden and suddenly became excited about something, but no one knew what. Do you know, I've got to do something about this memory. Something to sort all the stuff I collected in my head. So, any suggestions? I'd be most appreciative. You know my address, right? In Sprotbra. Did I ever tell you about what happened when I moved from London to Doncaster, Aisha? Well, I was convinced that I had everything under control. I mean, how hard could it be, right? But then the movers arrived and all hell broke loose. They had a van that looked like it had seen better days. I swear it was held together with duct tape and prayers. I thought this isn't going to get onto the M1, let alone get to Donny. And then there were like a herd of wild animals tearing apart my carefully organised boxes, not paying attention to my carefully crafted labels. Then, then, they lost half my furniture. So for the first few weeks, I was eating my meals, sitting on the floor like some kind of deranged animal. But the real kicker was when I came home one day to find a snake slithering around in the kitchen like it owned the place. Turns out the previous owner of the house kept so many snakes, she didn't realise one had escaped before she moved out. I nearly died. What do you mean? You never quite know whether I'm being serious or not. So it occurred to me the best starting place would be with the estate agent who was looking after the sale of the house. Perhaps they noticed something dodgy with any of the people who viewed the house. Morning team. So the estate agents have provided us with a list of people who have viewed the Rogers house in the past few days and of those, three seem to leap out at us. Firstly, Leanne Taylor, who you'll know as the wife of Jason, the snake Taylor. What was that, DC Winter? Because he was as slippery as a snake, that's why. DS Price finally put him away last year, so again, well done Vincent. Secondly, the husband and wife team, the Phillips, they have a shop in Bawtree and an online antiquities website dealing in antiquities. And C is Max Stevens. Now, we don't know that much about him, apart from that he's staying at the Danham Hotel in town. So, let's get interviewing. So, Leanne, looking to go up in the world, eh? Sprotbra is a bit of a leap from here, isn't it? So, where's the money coming from, eh? Inheritance. Your mother? I'm sorry to hear that, Leanne. You didn't have to spot anything unusual when you went to view that house. Someone lurking around outside. A tall man. Bush hair under a hoodie. Thank you. Leanne would know what someone lurking around a house would look like. 
seeing as though that's what both her old man and her hubby did, casing the joint for an opportunity. So was that what was happening here? Mr and Mrs Phillips, so with a nice house you're having Tickhill, why are you looking to move to Spropra, eh? Wrong side of town for your shop, isn't it? Fancying a change of scenery? From a house with half an acre of gardens to one with a lot less? Okay. Well, do you believe them, Aisha? No, nor do I. There must be another reason why they want you to look around that house. Can you open that roll of love hearts, please, Aisha? Ta. Go on, have one. What did you get? Be mine. Nice. Now to see that mysterious Max Stevens. Welcome to Donny. So, why were you looking for a house in Sproper? Oh, you're moving to the area. Cool. I can heartily recommend Sugar Ray's if you fancy a great pizza and if you're wanting the best fish and chips. Yes, DC Stoker? Sorry. <clears throat> so what was it you do, Mr Stevens? An aerial surveyor. Interesting. Sprop roll, of course. Sorry, tangent. No, please, continue. Tell me, Mr Stevens... Why have you suddenly gone quiet and lost all your colour? Hmm? It suddenly came to me what I remembered, then forgot, about this area. It was the site of Sprotra Hall, the ancestral seat of the Copley family, but like many of the stately homes in England between the turn of the century and the Second World War, the Copley family couldn't afford the upkeep on the house and its contents were sold off in 1925. By the year after, the hall was being demolished and reputedly was knocked inwards using the rubble to fill the cellars up to ground level. Now just imagine that not everything had been removed from the hall by the time it was knocked down. And just imagine that through some painstaking research, you'd figured out that some of the houses on the Park Drive estate in Sprotbra might just have something buried in their gardens. So, Mr and Mrs Phillips, I don't think you were looking to move house at all, because it seems that after talking to all the estate agents and Donny, the only area you went to look at houses in was the Park Drive estate in Sprotbra. Coincidence? Well, our tech guys have looked at your browsing history on your laptops we took away, and it seems you found talk on forums about rare coins that were left in Sprotbra Hall when it was demolished. Coincidence? And then you just happened to get your nephew to fly his drone over. Mm? And when we had him in my interview room just now, he just happened to tell us everything about how you two blackmailed him into helping. The one thing he didn't know was which one of you gave them the poison. So, which one of you two is going to let me know? Mm? Oh, thank you, Mrs Phillips. It was him then. Ta. So those top five most stressful life events. I've got no intention of getting divorced. Although you do have to have someone to be married to first for that, which is proving a little difficult at the mo. Major illness isn't on my list of things I must do before I'm 40. Or even before I'm 50. Or even, you get the idea. And losing my job. Well, I've already tried to quit once. And the universe just wouldn't let me go. Well, my boss Sharon wouldn't, at least. I've just had a very worrying thought. 
What if the previous owner of my house had kept so many snakes she didn't realise two had escaped before she moved out? The Walker Mysteries starred Sally Swift as DCI Charlotte Walker Written and created by Andrew White Sound design by Robert Black Produced and directed by Andrew White The Walker Mysteries is a Nova production.